إن الحمد لله نحمده تعالى ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فيا أيها المسلمون الله سبحانه وتعالى هي سر his book وأنفقوا في سبيل الله وأنفقوا في سبيل الله من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم الموت and spend in the path of Allah spend in the cause of Allah before death comes to one of you before death reaches one of you وأنفقوا في سبيل الله من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم الموت فيقول ربي لولا أخرتني إلى أجل قريب فأصدق وأكم من الصالحين Spend in the path of Allah Give charity in the path of Allah Spend in the cause of Allah Before that time comes Before death comes to you And then you will say Oh my Lord Oh my Lord Grant me respite for a limited period of time Why? فأصدق So that I can give in charity and so that I can be from the righteous ones. وَلَنْ يُؤَخِّرَ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهَا وَاللَّهُ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ Allah, he shall never ever delay the death of a person when his fixed time arrives. And Allah is well aware of what you do. أيها المسلمون Death, الموت, مفارقة الروح من الجسد The departure of the soul from the body that is a reality that every single one of us will have to face that ghargara, that point when our soul will be making that gargling sound being taken out from our body either swiftly or either with severity that time is something every single one of us is going to meet Rabbuna subhanahu wa ta'ala he advises us and he counsels us and he encourages us that before this death comes, that we do a deed, a noble deed, the deed of giving charity, 
the deed of spending in his path, spending in his cause. Why? Because giving in his cause, spending in the path of our Lord the Most High, giving charity for his sake, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is something mighty, it is something tremendous. Indeed, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, that is a day that shall be terrifying. Indeed, Naru Jahannam, the fire of hell, it shall be a place that shall be horrific. Allah's Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, in the hadith recorded by Imam Al-Bukhari, from, from Adi ibn Hatim, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, مَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا سَيُكَلِّمُهُ اللَّهِ إِلَّا سَيُكَلِّمُهُ رَبُّهُ there's nobody from amongst you except that Allah, He shall speak to you. Allah will speak to you directly. There shall be no interpreter between the two of them. There shall be no interpreter between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He looks at his right. He looks at his right. And he finds nothing. He looks at his right and he finds nothing except what he has put forth. Except for the deeds that he's put forth. And he looks at the left from him and he finds nothing except what he has put forth. <coughs> he looks at what is in front of him. He looks in front of him and he finds nothing other than the fire of hell facing him. The messenger said, Fear the fire of hell. How? Then fear the fire of hell, even if, even if it is by half. Of a date, Naru Jahannam, Yom Al Qiyamah, a person can save himself from the agonies of that day, the ghusas of that day, the horrors of that day, by giving charity in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The grave that you're gonna go in. It could be the case that it's a grave that is going to be hot. Hot by what? Hot by flames, hot by fire. Yom Al Qiyamah is a day that is gonna be what? A day that is hot. A day where the sun is going to be brought near to us. However, a person, he can save himself from the heat of his grave. He can save himself from the heat of the day of judgment by doing what? A sadaqa fi sabilillah. Giving charity in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Inna sadaqa la yutfi'u an ahliha, la yutfi'u an ahliha. Indeed, charity, charity, it will extinguish the heat for the people who give charity in the grave. And indeed, the believer, the believer, he shall be, he shall be under a shade on the day of judgment, the shade that he earned by way of his sadaqah, the shade that he earned by way of the charity that he gave, the money that you have, my brothers and sisters, the wealth that you possess. What is your wealth in reality? Let me ask you a question. The wealth that you have, what is it? And what is wealth in reality? 
What is the wealth that you have? The wealth that you have in your banks? No. The wealth that you have in your wallets? La. Your assets, the houses that you own and the cars that you possess? No. Rather, the wealth that you have <coughs> is the wealth that you put forth, the wealth that you have spent. What you have spent, that is what you possess. What you have in your bank right now and it hasn't been spent isn't your wealth. The Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he says to his companions, he says, Ayyukum, Ayyukum, maluwarithihi ahabba ilayhi min malihi. Which one of you finds that the wealth of his inheritor is more beloved to him than his own wealth? When you're going to die, your children and your relatives, they're going to take your wealth. They're going to be your inheritors. Which one of you finds that the wealth of your inheritors, i.e. the wealth that you're going to leave behind after you're dead, is more beloved to you than your own wealth? The companion said, Ya Rasulullah, ma minna ahad illa, illa wa maluhu ahabba ilayhi. The companions, they said, O Messenger of Allah, there is nobody from amongst us except that his own wealth is more beloved to him. The Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, he said, ma, he said, Maluhu ma qaddama. The wealth of a person is what he has put forth, what he has spent. And the wealth and the wealth of his uh, his warith, the wealth of his inheritor is what he has left behind. What you spend, that's your wealth, either for you or against you. But that is your wealth. The wealth that you haven't spent, it's not your wealth. You have no possession over it. You have no type of authority over it. The wealth that counts on your record, whether good or bad, is the wealth that you spent. And among all of that wealth that you spent, the only wealth that is going to be profitable for you, the only wealth that is going to be of any use to you, is the wealth that you spent in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Tirmidhi, he records in his sunan, that the Messenger of Allah, in his time, they slaughtered a sheep. And when they slaughtered the sheep, they gave it in sadaqah, except its katf, except the shoulder of the sheep. So the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he asked, he asked Umm al-Mu'mineen, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, he asked her, ma baqiya minha, what is it that is remaining from the shah? What is now remaining from the sheep? So Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, Ma baqiya minha illa katifuha. She said, nothing of that uh, sheep has remained other than its katif, other than its shoulder. The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, he said, baqiya kulluha ghayra katifiha. All of it has remained in reality. The whole sheep, it's been distributed in sadaqah, except the shoulder. The messenger said, all of the sheep has remained except for the shoulder. Why? Because the sheep, everything of it was given in charity. And what was given in charity, that is what in reality remains for the human being. As for the shoulder that was left and perhaps consumed by them, then that is not something that remains for you. If you think about it. The food that you eat, you eat it, you consume it. Within 24 hours, gone. It's finished, gone, and you're never going to see it ever again. And the effects of that food, you're not going to be 
The effects of that food are not going to remain for you for a great period of time. The clothes that you wear, you wear them for a few months. You wear them for a few years, a decade, two decades. Sooner or later, they're going to be gone. They're going to be worn away. So everything that you spend your money upon, it's going to, it's going to finish off. It's going to be destroyed. It's going to come into a state of non-existence other than sadaqah. The sadaqah sadaqa that you give, that remains. The sadaqah that you give, it stays there. As for all the other wealth that you have, as for all the other wealth that you spend, all of that, it goes, it finishes. And we find that the best of people to emulate giving charity in the path of Allah were the companions of Al-Mustafa alayhi salatu wassalam. Allah Jalla wa ala said about them, radiyallahu anhum wa radhu anhu. Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. They are pleased with him. A people who raced in giving charity, who raced in spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam used to command us to give in charity. But unlike all of us, we would have nothing in our house to give in charity. So then what we would do, we'd go to the market and we'd find something, purchase something to give in charity. And then we would bring a mud, two handfuls of uh, some type of charity, barley or wheat or rice grains, to give in charity. And we would give it to the Messenger of Allah We had nothing to give in charity, except something like barley or rice. Nothing in our house, we'd have to go to the market and purchase it, carrying it upon our back. He said, Wallahi, I swear by Allah, I swear by Allah, today I see a man who has 100 thousand dinars yet in those days he didn't even have a dirham he didn't even have a dirham al-rabi ibn khuthaym radiallahu ta'ala anhu who was from the tabi'een an imam a student of the sahabas a student of abdullah ibn mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu himself on an occasion on a night on a cold wintry night he's wearing a nice luxurious uh, uh, cloak so he sees a man begging. What does this tabi'i do? He takes off this luxurious cloth, luxurious cloak that is made from the cloth of Damascus. He takes it off and he gives it to the beggar on a cold wintry night. And then he recites the ayah, You shall never ever attain taqwa. You shall not be able to attain piety up until you spend from what you love from what you love do not think that giving in charity my brothers and sisters it's going to decrease your wealth but rather charity it will increase your wealth the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said in the hadith of abi huraira recorded by imam bukhari charity will never decrease a person's wealth rather the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wasalam, in a hadith Qudsi, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Anfiq ya ibn Adam, spend, O son of Adam, spend in my cause, spend in my path, spend in my way, spend in charity. Anfiq ya ibn Adam, spend, O son of Adam, unfiq alayk. I will then spend upon you. If you give in charity, if you give in charity, 
Someone will spend upon you. But who will spend upon you if you give in charity? Who will increase your wealth? If you spend in charity, someone's going to spend upon you. Who is it that will spend upon you? Is it your parents? Is it your children? Your neighbors? Is it the government? Is it the king? No. Rabbul Alameen subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Lord of the heavens and the earth. He in whose hand is the dominion of the heavens and the earth. He in whose hands are the reins of the heavens and the earth. In whose hand is power. In whose hand is authority. In whose hand is his almighty kingdom. He will spend upon you if you spend in his cause. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anfiq ya bana Adam. Unfiq alayk. Spend, O son of Adam, and then I will spend upon you. Never you're going to find, never ever will you find, ever, that you spend in the cause of Allah and you find that your wealth, it decreases. Rather, giving in charity is a means of your wealth increasing. The thing that holds us back from spending in the path of Allah is what? It's shuh, niggardliness, stinginess, tight-fistedness. What did the Messenger of Allah والسلام, say about this? He said, Fear a shuh. Beware of stinginess. Beware of tight fistedness. Because it destroyed, it annihilated those who came before you. Stinginess, tight fistedness, it wiped away and destroyed. Those who came before us, Allah Jalla wa Ala, He said in His book, Inna ja'alna fi a'naqihim aglala, fahiya ila al-adqani fahum muqmahun. Indeed, we have placed around their necks what? Shackles. We have placed around their necks shackles up until it reaches their chins. And thus they are unable to see. Al-Dahaq, the great Mufassir. Al-Dahaq, he said that this ayah is concerning Ashabul Bukhal. This ayah is concerning the people of stinginess, the tight-fisted people, those who don't want to spend. He says, Allahu Jalla wa Ala, amsaka aydihim min al-infaqi fi sabilihi. That these people, Allah has got their hands tied. He's withheld their hands. He has withheld their hands back from spending in his cause. فَهُمْ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ الْهُدَىٰ And thus, as a result of that, they are unable to see guidance. They are unable to see guidance. Spend in the path of Allah. وَلَا تَخَافُوا مِنْ ذِي الْعَرْشِ إِقْلَالًا Spend in the path of Allah and don't fear any type of deficiency because the one who possesses the throne, he is going to spend upon you and the best time that you can spend my brothers and sisters the best time that you can spend is this month the month of ramadan why because sadiq al-masduq the one who is truthful and the one that the messenger of allah who doesn't speak from his own desires but rather his revelation conveyed on to him he said when he was asked which is the best sadaqah the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Sadaqah fi Ramadan, aqulu qawli hadha, astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa li sa'iri al-muslimin, fastaghfiruhu, innahu huwa al-ghafoor al-rahim.
Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihi al-kareem Nabiyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd Sadaqah The best time as we've said to spend it is in Ramadan And among the best and the most noble and the most virtuous of causes for you to spend sadaqah in is what? Sadaqah in building a house from the houses of Allah Sadaqah in spending upon the masajid of Allah Building the houses, building the masajid of Allah Building those houses and maintaining the houses Houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala As the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam He said in the hadith recorded by Bukhari And Muslim Man bana lillahi masjid Bana allahu lahu baytan fil jannah He who builds a house for Allah Allah will build for him a house where? In Al-Jannah, not a house in a nice luxurious place in the city that you reside in and how nice that would be But Allah will build for you a house in Jannah And it isn't the case that you have to spend the wealth that is needed for the whole of a certain masjid It's not the case that you have to build the whole masjid in its entirety But rather as it's mentioned in another narration that man man bana lillahi masjid ka mafhasi qatah aw asghar bana Allah lahu baytan fil jannah he who builds a house for Allah a masjid for the sake of Allah whose whose area is equal to the area of the place where a sand grouse lays an egg a sand grouse a a bird from the desert whoever builds a masjid and the area of that masjid is equivalent to the area where the sand grouse lays its egg. Allah will build a house for you in Al-Jannah. So it's not the case that you have to pay for the whole building, for the whole masjid and everything that is inside the masjid. Even if you, even if you pay towards and the money that you contribute, it goes towards only a small piece one inch squared part of the masjid Allah has promised you he will build if you did it sincerely for his sake a house for you in al-jannah what is greater what is greater than spend in spending in charity than the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why did Allah make us why are we here what's the purpose why we exist the reason why we exist as Allah jalla wa ala has said in his book, وَمَا خَلَقْنُ السَّمَاءِ وَمَا خَلَقْنَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا بَاطِلًا ذَلِكَ ظَنُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنَ النَّارِ We haven't created, Allah says, the heavens and the earth and everything that is between it. Batila, in falsehood, in play. That is the conjecture of those who disbelieve. Therefore, woe to the disbelievers concerning the fire of hell. The reason why we exist is for the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason why you have come to this masjid today is for the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason why the khutbah are delivered, the sermons are delivered is for the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason why we breathe is for the establishment of the Tawheed. Allah has placed us in this creation and all of the other created entities they exist, all of the other creatures that we find and the creation that we find, it is there to facilitate 
the establishment of the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's places in this universe, places between the heavens and the earth, provided an atmosphere whereby we can live so that we can establish Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the greatest reason, that is the reason for why we exist. And what place is greater, better and more noble for the Tawheed of Allah to be established? In the Masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the houses within which the name of Allah jalla wa ala is mentioned and raised, the Masjid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in it the Tawheed is established. When the Mu'addin he says, La ilaha illallah, the Tawheed of Allah in the Masjid is established. When the Khatib he says, Inna alhamdulillah, the Tawheed of Allah it is established in the Masjid. When the Imam says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, the Tawheed of Allah is established in the Masjid. When the children, they come and they recite from the Book of Allah, a book that is nothing other than Tawheed, from Surah Al-Fatiha all the way to Surah An-Nas, nothing but Tawheed, establishing the purpose behind our creation. Imagine that you spend, in not in any cause, but a cause that is, in the establishment of a masjid, a masjid that does nothing other than propagate the reason behind the existence of the human being upon the face of this earth. A masjid that is established upon the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one thing to bear in mind though, is that the giving of charity, don't think that in reality, and that the bigger picture is such, that the masjid needs you. It isn't the case that the masjid, as far as the bigger picture is concerned, needs you. Don't give in charity thinking that the masjid needs me. I'm a wealthy person. I'm going to give in charity. Why? Because the masjid, it needs me. La! As Imam al-Sha'bi rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, whoever sees, whoever thinks, whoever believes, that the charity that he gives to the faqir, to the needy person, to the one who needs it, to the donatee, to the masjid. Whoever thinks that the donatee is more need of the charity than the donator is in need of the reward. This type of person, he has rendered his sadaqah null and void. And that sadaqah is thrown back in your face, flung back in your face. Don't think that by you giving in charity, it's the donatee that needs it. And that the, donate, do, the donatee needs it more than you need the reward. No, you give in charity because you need it. You need that reward. You want to save your face on the day of standing. You want to save your body from being burnt in the fire of hell. You want to save your skin from the heat in the grave. You want shade on the day of judgment, when, on that day when there shall be no shade other than the shade of Ar-Rahman. Never ever think that the masjid, it needs you. Rather, you need a masjid that needs charity so that you can have the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma aati nufusana taqwaha wa zakiha anta khayru man zakaha anta waliyuha wa maulaha wa sallallahu ma'ala nabiyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. وقوموا لصلاتكم